Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, it is now only six days to Lent 2023. We're going to do it a little differently this year. Every day you'll receive one email, but there'll be two videos, one for people who've never done Lent with me before and one for those who have. You'll be able to watch whichever one or both if you wanted to, but you'll get one video and you can choose to watch whichever one you wish. Now, if you're already receiving the daily devotional videos, you do not have to register. But if you're someone who wants to get them because someone else sends them to you, why don't you go to this address? If you know someone else who you think would be blessed by this, why don't you go to this address and or send them this address so that they would be blessed by it as well. Well, let's continue in our series, Walking Deeper, right now. I'm going to go straight to the scriptures. I want to have a look at Matthew chapter 6 and verse 6. And I just want to give you this thought. Are there things that you know that you're meant to do, but sometimes you get pressured out of doing because of what people think of you? Have a look at this. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Because living at that higher level of gawking deeper means that we aren't looking for the approval of others. We're actually looking for the approval of God in our heart. On another day, he entered the synagogue and taught. And there was a man there whose right hand was withered. The scribes and Pharisees watched him to see whether he would cure on the Sabbath so that they might find an accusation against him. And even though he knew they were thinking what they were thinking, he said to the man who had the withered hand, come and stand here. He got up, stood there. And then Jesus said to him, I ask you, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath to save life? Or to destroy it. After looking around at all of them, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. Jesus is in the synagogue and he realizes that he's being watched. He realizes that the religious authorities who were challenged by who he was, the fact he taught with authority, the fact that he was able to perform all these amazing miracles, the fact that he was popular, the fact that he was more concerned with love and care and empathy than he was even at times with the law. Not that he wanted to abolish the law, whereas the Pharisees and the scribes, because of a lack of relationship with God, were more interested in keeping the rules. They weren't not about relationship, they were about rules. And so these rules around the Sabbath were that you did no work on the Sabbath. You didn't walk very far on the Sabbath. You didn't do many things on the Sabbath because the Sabbath was a day that had been constituted long ago, that one day of the week, uh, week we, that was set aside for God. And so in time, all these rules grew up, religious rules grew up about what you could do, what you couldn't do, what you could do, you couldn't do. And if you broke those by doing some of those things, uh, then, then uh, you, know, you were in breach of the law. Jesus, was, Jesus didn't like that because that was more about the rule than the heart. That was more about the rule than the intent of the rule. Because there were times when you needed to do things on the Sabbath that maybe the law said you couldn't do, but you needed to do because of love or because of circumstances that need to occur. So Jesus, being the person that he was, saw a person with a withered hand. Now, it didn't say that you were allowed to heal under the law on the Sabbath, 
But Jesus doesn't care. And so with scribes and Pharisees, the religious police, so to speak, around, he said to the withered person, come here. And the withered man stands before him um, and he said, and he says to him, now tell me, is it lawful for me to heal you today? And then he, go, and then he basically says, I will. And he does. And immediately in front of the Pharisees and the, and, and the scribes, the religious police, he, he breaks what they perceive to be the religious law. You know, think about it. If you had the chance to heal someone, to fix something that was deeply uh, affecting someone in relationships or in circumstance, is that not love? And yet the religious leaders will say, no, 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 here's the rules. Here's the rules. Here's the rules. And so, and so Jesus comes along far more, with far more love and sympathy to say, I'm here to do what's right. I'm here to do my Father's will. Can I ask you this question in your own life? Have there been moments in your life when you've not done what you know is right to do? That to walk deeper with God is to speak in certain ways, to act in certain ways, to do certain things, but you've not done them because people will laugh at you, criticize you, ridicule you. Because to walk deeper with God is to have our eyes on heaven and, have, and to realize we're working and serving an audience of one. Are there moments in your life where you don't do that, but what you do is you are aware of everybody else and you do what you know you should not do? Now, I realize that many people are in marriages with spouses that are not Christian, who have different values. I realize that people are in families at times that have different values. And sometimes for the sake of peace and for the sake of of, of being a member of that family, there are things that occur that you wouldn't choose yourself. And that's the circumstance you live in and that's okay. But I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about those moments in our lives where we compromise because someone ridicules us. Uh, that's, there, there are times when we need to stop and say to walk deeper is to have my trust in God and to not have my trust in the audience that's watching me. Uh, many people say, well, gee, I wish my teenager could hear that. No, that's really something for people who are much older to be able to hear. Well, before we end today, I want to ask you if you would support me. I ask you often, and, and the reality is support me to do this, to be able to share the gospel with so many. I've been talking recently to people in far off places and close who've been so blessed and touched by hearing the gospel and the scriptures preached. It's not what I do. It's the fact that when people come and listen, the scripture says, if you seek me, you'll find me. And if we find God, he changes people's lives. I can't change someone's life. And I can't do this. I can't share Christ. I can't bring healing to marriages. And, and I can't cause people to come back to church and to the practice of the sacraments and, and to be in that place uh, where they are with God in their life and to restore uh, the circumstances of their life. I can't do that. I can't proclaim it unless you help me. I want to thank all of our Faith Builder partners. In this last week, you should have received a, an e-book from me, Overcoming Your Giants. It's about overcoming some of the big challenges in our life. You should have received that, just as my thanks to you for standing with me. To all of our other donors who give from time to time, uh, I want to say thank you to you. I can't do this uh, without you. 
And so I'm asking today, in this current environment, would you help me to share Christ further, please? And go to this address on the screen or go to the Give tab and know that you are making a difference in people's lives. As someone said to me yesterday, these daily devotionals, the weekly message, coming to discover Jesus and be able to pray has changed me and has changed my marriage. You've done that. And I'm asking, will you help me continue to proclaim the gospel wider and wider and wider? And I'll give you thanks because God is good. But I thank you for your heart and generosity. To all of our Faith Builder partners who've gone into our website and set up a, a monthly way to do that uh, every month or every week, uh, thank you for that. Um, I, I'm really appreciative. Let me pray for you. Loving Father, I thank you today that you're with us. Allow us to serve you more. Bless Lent, Lord God. And it's because of all these people, Lord God, our faith builders and all our donors, Lord God, all our partners who make it possible for us to share Christ. And what's going to happen through Lent is so many lives are going to be touched and changed. And Lord, it's because of everyone contributing their part to make it happen. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.